It's like, hello, look at all these little fuzzy things. Hello, this is Kaylee, and I'm here with Brian. And this is the New Two Knitting Podcast. Today we're going to talk about blocking a little bit, um, what I'm knitting on now, and something from my news desk. And then, of course, I've got a little surprise in my my project bag for Brian. Woo! <laughs> I'm excited about whatever it is. Good, you should be. I'm sure I'm going to do great with saying what it is. Yep. I actually, it's even more of a surprise because it's a little twist on oh. the normal take. So you'll just have to wait and see. Mmm. Sounds like my favorite ice cream. Twist. You know, it's like the kind that comes out of the pump. Soft serve. It's not ice cream. That's soft serve. Um, it's ice cream when you're a little kid and you're like, mom, I want ice cream. And at Ponderosa. At Ponderosa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that a national thing? I assume so. Oh. <laughs> I only know what I know. <laughs> I've only lived here. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So what you got for us today? Today, we're going to talk about... Oh, well, I wanted to give everybody an update that I finished that shawl vest. Remember the one that I was like trying to get done for September? Well, I got it done like two days after the date I wanted it to be done. So late. Yes, it was definitely <laughs> late. But then I needed to block it and I had it laying around forever because I had to do that. And basically what that means is you need to like get it wet and then lay it out flat in the shape that you want it to keep. And then it's the stitches become like beautiful and nice in that way. When you just knit it without blocking, it kind of has this like lumpy, unfinished look about it. And what I didn't quite realize was, well, what I had come to realize was that when you're knitting with more um, fibers that are natural, blocking becomes more important. Where before, you know, in my like hobby knitting, I've mostly been doing acrylics. You don't, you can't really steam out acrylics. Like what you knit is what you get and it looks good. Like that you don't need to. That was also the name of our podcast before we started was what you knit is, is what, what you, you get. get. So yep. that's, we're, we've been, we've been workshopping that one too. <laughs> yep. And so I just, so my vest was made out of 100% cotton and I got, um, you get these like foam, uh, pieces. They're like the little kid foam puzzle pieces that have the alphabet on it or something that little kids play on. It's like a play mat made out of foam and you get those and then you pin your piece to it. But because of my piece, if you remember, is just one huge rectangle with holes in it for sleeves. So it's like a big drapey vest. It, um, I needed to make these really flat lines. And so when you're pulling up on it, like every time I pulled up, I made these little points. And so when I finished blocking it, it looked like it had all these weird points all along the edges instead of a flat line. And I didn't do my research like an idiot. I should have looked up more YouTube videos or something on how to block. And so I, it doesn't look great. And I, I, need... I think it looks great. <laughs> I wear it all the time. Yeah, you could. It would fit you. I'm a bigger girl, so not everything fits me. But I found that, like, if you don't have all the right blocking tool, like, there are things that look like um, a pick or a comb that you can shove in the edges to make more of a flat line. But if you don't have that, I could have, like, sewn 
a piece of that same yarn, the same cotton yarn, all along the edge and just pulled that down to make a more flat line. And so that was the step I'm missing. But the great thing about this is I can wash it and I can reblock it. You know, it's just like a sweater. When you wash it, you lay it flat to dry and you want to lay it in the same shape you want it to look like. You don't want to lay it down with like the right arm just sticking way out long and getting stretched out. And you know? what's good is to have a floor that's shaped like a person. <laughs> so you can like shape it right. Because I had a floor that was shaped like a dog and all my sweaters fit really weird. Now. Oh no. Like a puppy. Yeah. You're weird. Mm-hmm. They actually have these things called like sack blockers that are in the shape of sacks. Hmm. Just make it real easy for you. So what else you got for us? <laughs> We're going to get an explicit warning on this one. <laughs> I, whatever. Keep That's going. No, no, you're good. Um, so I'll talk about what I'm knitting on now. I am knitting another um, one of the Little Cotton Rabbits patterns by Julie Williams. This time I'm knitting a little fox for our niece because she's about to turn one. And this one is turning out to be the best one yet. Soup's cute. And um, it's, I think because of my yarn choice is a different, I went up like to more of a DK weight yarn. Wait, so what's a DK weight? It's like the average craft yarn you get is probably DK or worsted, more like worsted, which is like a average thicker yarn. And you don't want to go worse. You want to go better. That's right. Um. So it's like a, it's just a craft yarn that I got from Hobby Lobby or Michael's or Joanne's or something. So what are the different weights then? We've talked about this a bunch before. Worst and DK, I've never heard DK. Unless DK you can play is a that little lighter a than worsted. Podcast. And then there's like sock and lace weight yarns, which are much yeah, yeah, thinner. Yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. And then there's bulky, which is thicker than worsted and DK. See, what's not fair is the listeners can just listen to whatever I said and just go back in time. And so when I say stuff like that, they can pause it and be like, ah, she said that in uh, episode 3.2 at uh, minute 31. And said, Brian's just getting me, like, giving him the evil eye over the mic, like, come on, buddy, get it together. You know better than this. (laughs) But so this is just um, Karen Yarn. And so it's super soft and it's uh, really bright. I got like a neon orange color. And so it's just, it's so cute. And safe. Like an emergency. You can yeah, use it to like orange. flag down like uh, workers on the side of the road. I thought you were talking about the eyes because I always use <laughs> safety eyes on them instead of like stitching in the eyes because I think that makes it cuter to use the little safety eyes. You should use the uh, Mr. Potato Head angry eyes. Oh, no. Not to her one-year-old niece. No, she'd like it. I think she'd be into it. Yeah, right. She'd cry. She's pretty cute, though. She's cute. So I just need to knit the little dress that'll go on to the fox to make it all girly and cute for her. And I'm working on that right now. Knit it and quit it. Knit it and get it. No, knit it and quit. Oh, I guess that works, too. (laughs) Knit it and quit it. Knit it and give it. Ooh, that's still also not as good as knit it and quit it. We're going to give it away. I get it. All right, let's take a break. Oh, we don't have any advertisers yet. 
this spot could be for you. Do you have a business that a new knitter needs to hear about? Is it something we could all benefit and learn from? Contact us on our website, newtoknittingpodcast.com, and let us know if you are interested in getting the word out to the fiber crafters everywhere about your business. So now on to our news desk. Sorry, I was a little off the mic on that one. I'll be better next time, guys. Um, so the Instagram person that I've been following lately is Wooly Knit Things, all one word, from Ithaca, New York. It's more and like, Wooly or won't he? <laughs> no. Knit it and quit it. Um, but anyways, the Instagram's really beautiful. It's a lot of the clean, simplistic looks that I like that I always recommend. But this one actually has more peppered in lifestyle pictures of their studio in new york and um they have a studio well i guess we, we have a studio we're standing in <laughs> sorry you guys are uh, inside the mind of brian right now <laughs> they have a knitting studio yes yes <laughs> that's pretty awesome <laughs> um and i think there's even pictures of like sheep and on farmland and stuff so it's always that's entertaining sheep. for me <laughs> This is too late. You know that we podcast after we put our baby down. And I just, Brian. when I said it, I said they have a studio. And I looked across my microphone at your microphone. Thought, oh, we have a studio too. That's funny. Okay, keep going. Willy knit it. Willy knit things. Willy knit things. <laughs> um, but she's got some really beautiful patterns and is things she? that'll chant. I thought it was a he. Wooly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Brian. Okay. Uh, okay. So she. It's a company. She's a company. She has a studio and sheep. Minimalist. And beautiful designs. Lots of scarves and different things and kind of monochromatic designs, mm. which I always like too. Sounds hooga. 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 Um, so that's that's that. But now. We can move on to our super secret new surprise, Brian. No, wrong music. Is there music for the surprise Brian section? No, but we should get some. Okay, I'll work on that. And by work on that, I mean ask somebody else to do it. Like a game show type, you know, like... I don't want to do any music that's going to get us kicked off of SoundCloud, though. So I won't do the Price is Right music. By the way, you can listen to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher... Yeah, all the all the things. Look us up. New can, to knitting. Now it's dumb for us to tell you how you can listen to us when you're already listening to us, but you can also listen to us. Think about it. So, um, it. since we've done a bunch of podcasts on types of yarn of late, this is the surprise. Okay. So I'm gonna throw yarn at you, and you have to <laughs> guess what the content is and what it is. Uh, and just to set the scene here, we're in our studio. Apparently, we have a studio. And uh, she's about, let's just say, seven foot from me. So when she says throw it at me, I'm worried. <laughs> Go for it. It's yarn. It's soft. You're good. Okay. It's yarn. Nope. Okay. It's gray. It's like a solid, like a, well, it's not quite charcoal. Let's see here. Let's see here. Okay. 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 What do you think it's made out of? I don't want to say acrylic. Because I get in trouble for that every time. Well, not every time. Again, you guys can go listen. 
There's a lot of times. You never get in trouble for saying acrylic. It's you usually say synthetic. <laughs> so synthetic you're upping your wrong. game already. <laughs> okay, it's not acrylic. It might be synthetic. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm that just backwards. I think. I don't know. See, here's my problem. It's got all these little like fuzzy things sticking off of it. Yes, it does. Which makes me think. Kind of a halo, if you would. It's like, halo, look at all these little fuzzy things. Um, So that makes me think it's not acrylic. So I want to say that it's made out of some sort of animal. <sighs> Wool-ish. Wool? Is it wool? And it's uh, it's the wool of a uh, black sheep. No, it looks like it's dyed. I don't know. There's just these little fine little colors and stuff. It's got like black hair and silver. Looks like a beautiful woman in a medicine for old people commercial. I don't know. I think it's wool. Sheep wool. Sheep wool. Gray sheep wool. Go. That is Barocco's 50-50 Superfine oh. Alpaca. Superfine Alpaca and Peruvian wool. What is Peruvian wool? Is that from a is a Peru sheep? a sheep? Yeah. Oh, like a Peruvian like from Peru. Peruvian. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so I win? Yeah, I think that was good. <laughs> the best yet. I'm going to throw it back at her hard. Just keep it. Just kidding. Okay. All right, here comes Mark. I'm Number on. Ooh, two. this one looks like an octopus. Sorry, hit the mic. Or squid. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. My mic. I'm having some trouble today, guys. Sorry. Okay, 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 okay. This is oh, this is definitely acrylic. And here's why I know this. Because it's got a really like really consistent uh, turn to it. <laughs> I just I don't know. Um, it's purple. It's dyed purple, unless there is a uh, a sheep that produces acrylic wool. I'm going to say acrylic, and I'm going to say it is ring things. That's all I got, purple and acrylic. This was kind of a trick question, but you're kind of right. So it's 55% nylon, mm-hmm. 45% acrylic. And wait, that was wait, Cascade wait, 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 Yarn wait, wait. Cherubob, Cherub DK, by the way. What does that mean? It's just thinner? DK weight. I mean, that's the weight of the yarn. The thickness or thinness. So is that like the the gauge of it? Like the rope width? Is Saying it... the gauge of it would not be correct. but Well, uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like what? Like the thickness like, of the yarn. Like the width of one strand. And like uh, wraps per inch is also a term. Hmm. That was my wrapping name. So the more wraps per inch, the smaller the yarn's gonna be mm-hmm. the less wraps per inch the thicker the yarn's gonna be mm. okay you ready for inch. number three okay throw it whoa super color oh this is this is a very small weight low weight this is uh this is um a bean weight i don't know i was trying to think of something small like a little bean um it's multicolored what kind of multicolor would you call that i want to say ombre only because that's the only word i could think of for multicolored but i have no idea multicolored rainbow i, I would know. call it uh self-striping Ooh, okay so okay so self-striping means because if once you knit something with it it's going to be make stripes 
Yeah. So that means the color repeats are really long. Mm. If they're really short, um, we'd call it variegated, variegated. And that means like the color would change more often than could make just stripes. Gotcha. Okay. And then. Um, so well, what do you think it's made out of? This one is, this one's cotton. Is that even an option? Yeah, of course. Okay. I don't think it's cotton though. Cause cotton, I feel like would feel different. But it looks like it's some sort of natural because of all the the little friends coming off of it. And they're, uh, let me smell this. He just pulled out a single fiber from it and is trying to touch it and smell it's it. It's really not that strong, though. That's the thing. Oh, no, it's strong. Hmm. Okay, I don't know what it is. I want to say it's natural, so it's some sort of wool. And I want to say it's alpaca wool because their wool is softer. Go. That's actually 80% acrylic, 10% mohair, 10% wool. What's mohair? Is it like... I think it's rabbit. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. How much is it mohair? (laughs) 10%. I feel like if it was mohair, it would be more than 10%. Because it would be mohair. There you go. So this is mostly fake. Yeah. Kind of like me. I'd say you're mostly real. <laughs> I just want to be a real boy. Um. Okay. I'm going to do this last one. Last. Ooh, this is the stuff you made the little guy with. No, but I want to make another one for our our baby with The that. little guy meaning the fox yeah, that we sorry. were talking about earlier. He's saying that because it's the same color. It's safety orange. Yeah. Okay, this is straight up alpaca. Because none of them have been that yet, and you're constantly obsessed with llamas and alpacas. So I just want to say that you must have given me something. I'm obsessed with llamas and alpacas because that's the only animal around where we live that is used for yarn, unless you're talking about rabbit. Like, we don't have sheep anywhere near us. Rabbit yarn? We saw one at the farmer's market in Tower Grove. Mm, I don't know how Don't you remember that? that? Okay, so I want to say it's not really alpaca, though. I think this is cotton. And because it's got a nice spring to it, but maybe that's partially because it's tighter too, because it's a very low weight and the turn ratio is a seven. All right. What do we got here? And it's orange and it's dyed orange. 100% Merino wool. Ooh, Merino. Like Dan? That'd be Dan Merino. Merino. I don't know. What is that? Where's Merino? It's a type of sheep. Hmm. They good at football? I think. Well, you don't know. Good at football. Dan Marino. Oh, obviously that reference has gone straight over my head. I only As it know should, it I'm into knitting, Ventura Pet Detective, so whatever, man. <laughs> we don't have a football team in our city. We don't watch football. Oh, okay. I think he's in Ace Ventura. Now i got to look it up. Oh, well. I haven't seen that movie in a while. And by a while, I mean like two decades. All right. Well, I win. Well, so whatever. You win. That yes. was a great job, Brian. Now I wish I had put some cotton in there because I got plenty of 100% cotton. Not touch. And um, because it does feel so different from those other ones. All right. On that well, note. thanks for listening. We always enjoy your company and each other's company. If and you're just, even like, out, out there, out talking we about tell. yarn. We, we assume there's hordes of you. But if you're out there and you want to check out what we're doing, you can always find us on Instagram Instagram. 
as new to knitting podcast nude to knitting you can check us out on our website where we'll have show notes linking to all the projects and stuff we've talked about and the instagram people we talk about at new to knitting podcast.com slash show enough no show notes <laughs> you can listen to us everywhere you listen to podcasts or Reach out to us. Right now. Tell us how we do things wrong and how I can block better because I need help. I'm also new to knitting. Or so. just notes on how we're doing podcasting wrong. Yeah, we we love criticism and constructive constru- criticism. Yeah, and ways to just, improve. So just say I'm lame. I don't want it. I, I'm doing it now. Until next time. Bye.